We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies and also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they the f- did it. That's the place. Free men must fully share. Stop f-ing lying. God f-ing damn it! I'm getting pissed out. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human-animal hybrids, much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh. 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 You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know. Bitch. No, I mean, okay. you saw the dude. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to <laughs> Deep Fried Conspiracies. Jimmy, Trench, what's up, buddy? We are back from vacation. That's right. We know. I don't think our vacation was that long. We had to come back, do an emergency episode. Yeah, we did a couple. The Titan Submersible. Well, not one. Just a one, I guess. Just the one, the Titan Submersible. There was a few that came through that I'm assuming we'll be talking about in the future, you know? Oh, my God. Like the so fires, much has happened. The fire in Hawaii. Yep. Um, Maui, right? Maui, that was the island. Is that right? It yeah, yeah. Right? No, yeah. yeah, it was about fires in Maui. Right, yep. correct. And how certain colors didn't burn. Shit like that. There's, there's a whole bunch. I'm pretty sure Adam uh, will want to talk about that in the future. But anyway... Welcome back to Deep Fry Conspiracies. I am Trent Janke. I'm Jim Colby. And as you heard earlier, we have our returning guest, kind of one of the favorites. Well, favorite guest. He's, he's definitely been on a few times, obviously, and definitely the girls love him. Oh. Especially the zero that listen to us. They, they call him the Egyptian Cobra. <laughs> Egyptian Cobra. They do. Or, or, wait, wait, no, do no. I have to get that music now? That yeah. yeah. I, I, that would be good. It's the, it's the Egyptian <laughs> spitting cobra, right? Adam? Oh, God. Yes, that is exactly how that works. <laughs> oh, uh, nope, nope. Anyway, <laughs> so everybody. A friendly episode. <laughs> ben, stop being family friendly for how long? Exactly. So, anyway, uh, welcome back, everybody. We've come back from vacation, like I said. People have been messaging us, Jimmy. Please quit. Tell it, no, Please stop. No, no, no. They, they want more. They want more. They want more. More than just the tip? Yes. Wow. Jimmy or Jimmy Jesse 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 says hopefully everybody is alive and well patiently waiting for the next episode. Just Jesse boy or girl, I man think woman it's the boy. Yeah. We don't know. Oh no, there's both of them in a picture. I can't Ooh. tell. Maybe it's Jesse. Watch, he'll message me after I right, post this and, and, and be shit like, out all over "I'm this. the guy. I'm asshole. the dude." Yeah, <laughs> but no, people have been me- messaging. I'm having withdrawals. You know, it's the guy. Same here. <laughs> So, of course, I had to relieve some fears. Really? Like, good things come to those who wait. Really? Yeah, and dot, 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 till this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so, here we are. I will be posting this episode the same day we're recording it. Not much has happened uh, over the course of our vacation. Jimmy, what did you do? Uh, my wife and I went on a couple of trips. We went on a motorcycle trip. We uh, actually drove our motorcycle down to see Adam. Who hmm. lives away in southern Minnesota? Oh gosh! Yep. And uh, so we put on put on about a thousand miles on the motorcycle. My butt's still sore. <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually didn't know where Adam lived. And when I was messaging him the other day, going, "Hey, we're gonna start at 
12 o'clock or whatever. Right. I'm like, I don't know what time zone he's in. <laughs> <laughs> Same stage. And I'm like, you know what? He has, we've done this before, so he'll know. <laughs> he'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what happened in my mind. I'm like, I don't know what time zone he's in. Ah, fuck so, it. Adam, I'm guessing, what are you, about 300 miles south of us? No, I'm thinking like 450. <laughs> Hang on, I'm like 90 miles south of the cities. Yeah, so Oofta. we're 200 miles from the city, so about yeah. 300 miles. Yeah, yeah. somewhere around there. Miles. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, big deal. Yeah, we jumped on the motorcycle with some friends of ours. We went down to where uh, Adam works in Wabasha, and um, we had a nice lunch, and we got to catch up on a few things and stuff, and, and uh, we came back. Uh, three days later, then we went to a three-day rock concert mm. uh, nearby, and uh, then we took a week off here in August, and we went down to the state fair for a few days, uh, did some home projects. We put up a new uh, garden shed, as I think I told you. Yep. I've seen that. And so now we're just uh, waiting for our next uh, vacation. We're going to go uh, U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh wow! In in uh, you guys Dece- don't stop, do you? In December, no, and then we don't stop, and then we're going on the on the Monsters of Rock cruise. Yeah, that's coming up, isn't it? In March, boy, I can't wait for the stories. See, you always come back with stories. Good. There's gonna be, just know there's gonna be an episode in the future with more stories from the Monsters of Rock cruise. It never fails. This is our sixth year going. I know, and it never fails because you've always told us every time. I think you told us the same one oh, twice God. last time. I'm sure, man. It's the most fun you can have with your clothes on, and yep. after yep. it gets dark out, <laughs> fucking anything goes. Man. <laughs> well, anyway, I guess my vacation time was spent. I actually did a uh, oh went to. Michigan. Michigan? Yeah, to Mackinac Island. Ooh, what'd you do there? I learned that there are no vehicles on that island. <laughs> a couple of horses and some bicycles, right? Literally. It's all horse and it's all bikes. And it, so what brought you to go to Mackinac? Uh, my girlfriend's, oh, who's she, now my fiance. What? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I proposed. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. I proposed at the state fair this year. Really? With yeah. a corn dog in your hand? Yeah. Or <laughs> With some kind of dog in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> And she still said yes when she saw that little thing, huh? You dang right. Wow. She's seen it many a times. Wow. <laughs> so what? So let's 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 go over the proposal. Yeah. What, what happened? What'd you do? Uh, well, you know what? My nobody in my so, okay. My it was just me, my mom, my dad, my sister, and at the time my girlfriend. Okay. Going down. None of them knew. All together. All yeah. One, one vehicle. One big trip. Nobody died, huh? No. Never. Okay. Never. Just checking. But it, one big trip, went down, got there. None of my family knew. Of course, I'm keeping it my keeping it a secret from my family, like I used, like, I love to do. I love to keep secrets from my family. Well, like my my wife thought you're gay for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, I know. She told me to my face too, several times yeah. actually. <laughs> oh, you, you know what she's gonna say when I tell her that you're engaged? What? Wow, you really go a long ways to cover <laughs> yeah, it up. Yeah. <laughs> We've actually had this talk, my fiance and I, about that. Yeah. But anyway, we went down there. Of course, that was a day. It was ninety-eight degrees outside oh, in oh, Minnesota. Oh. Yeah, it, it was hot. It, so if it's ninety-eight degrees temperature-wise, there's so much cement down there. Yeah, it's probably hundred and ten. It takes. It oh, just consumes God. the heat. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought to myself, okay, do I do it right away in the beginning when we get there, when it's somewhat cooler outside, but nobody's there. It's just daytime lights, whatever. Or do I wait till nighttime when there's lights, a bit more romantic, and put it yeah, that way? Because all the midway lights are just beautiful yeah, down there. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. 
So I sat there and I'm like, well, what are the pros and cons? The pros, you know, she'll be happy. Maybe she'll be happy throughout the rest of the day. Don't I don't know. What are the cons? She'll probably cry, ruin her makeup, have a bad time. Or say yeah, or say no. Yeah, yeah. Or that wasn't a con. That was never in my mind. Really? Never in my mind was that of her saying no. Which, luckily for me, it worked out. Okay. Yeah. So then I thought to myself, you know what? I would hate being considerate boyfriend at the time. I was going to propose to her at the end. That way her makeup isn't ruined for the entirety of the day. She would not be crying, so it looks like I beat the shit out of her when <laughs> we walk through the gate next to the cops. Yeah, you know. so that probably fits in with half the people that go to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I sat there, I'm like, we'll do it at the end of the day. That way it's a nice little surprise for everybody when we leave, you know. It gives us something to talk about on the three-hour drive home. And so we proceeded through the day. Uh, little did I know that half of us are going to have heat strokes by the end of the day. <laughs> Which was great. And, yeah, we got to the end of the day. I had to, I actually had to call upon my mom. I actually had to tell my mom what was going on. Because she decided, well, she didn't decide. She was, we, we, my family likes to get little Christmas tree ornaments. Yes. You know, you there's this one stand that sells Christmas tree ornaments. I know ornaments. exactly what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. So I was waiting because usually my parents will pick out an ornament for the kids which would be my sister, and then they'll buy it for us and we put it on our own tree. I have my own tree. My sister puts hers on the parents' tree at home. I have a tree in a box underneath our steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never put it up. That's fair. Uh, so I was walking through, and of course, I walked by the ones that say engaged. And oh. I'm like, oh, spur of the moment, I'm like, I should get one and put today's date on it. Good idea. So I grabbed one. I looked around. My fiance wasn't there. Because she walked around to find a fan because it's so fucking hot in there. It is hot. So I grabbed one. I put it down. I told her I wanted today's date. I paid for it. I, I walk over to my mom to put it in my bag. My mom's like, what's this? <laughs> and I'm like, it's a Christmas tree ornament. Just What are you, the well, cops, you, mom? Yeah, yeah. She's like, what'd you get? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to need her help later. Just tell her I'm going to need her help later. So I, So I go and... I grab, I grab the plastic, open it up, and I show her. And she grabs it, and she's looking at it, and then she has this visible confusion on her face. <laughs> of like, and your mom I, goes, I thought you were gay. Yeah. <laughs> well, then she goes, what? And I'm like, <sighs> so I grab my bag, open it up, grab the ring, show her the ring in the box and everything. To your mom. To my mom. Just to my mom, because she was right there. I have my back towards the wall of where my fiance is, and I'm like, oh, boy. I show her. Mom's like, what? Huh? And I'm like, now that you know, I need your help. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. bump. <laughs> like, I need your help right now. So I pack up everything, and I'm like, at the end of the day, I just need you to record it. That's it. Be conspicuous. In in inconspicuous. I just need you to record it. Okay. That's, that's it. That's just, cool. Just, that's all I need for you to do. Because I'm going to call upon my sister to take pictures. You know, pictures as the event little, unfolds well yeah well not even like the event unfolds but like as like a blue herring you know yeah like you, oh let's get some pictures oh look at this you know so we're going through the day this ended up perfect i mean somewhat so we were going through the day we had this little those little cards you know that you can play games with you put money on them and then you they they scan the little code in the back and they take the money off so you can play the games it's a new way of tickets okay 
So they did, so we had a small card. It was the end of the day. So me and my sister go and scan the card. We get the, we play some games, and then obviously at, at the time my girlfriend she's like, I want to play a game. Oh, after you- we're all done, <laughs> I want to play a game. You suck so much. And I'm like, then why don't you say anything? She's like, well, I just wanted to play a game, but I didn't know what I wanted. And I'm like, okay, let's walk around, find a game you want to play. I'll put some money back on the card, and we'll play that game. Okay. Okay. We walk around. By the way, <laughs> Emily does not sound like that. <laughs> okay. I beg to differ. <laughs> but anyway, so we're walking around. We're walking around, and all of a sudden, we, we go through all these games. All these games. And I'm like, have you picked one yet? I mean, it's a big, it's the big midway, the, the mighty one. Mm-hmm. So we, we walk, we find these, we walk by all these games, and she's like, none of the prizes are calling to me. <laughs> and I'm like, none of the prizes are calling to and her. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay. What, what is she, Yoda? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So what do you want to do? She's like, let's just go. <laughs> after you put money I'm on like, this. No, I didn't put money yet. Oh, okay. I didn't put money. That was after she picked the game. So then she goes and she's like, okay, we'll just go. So I'm like, okay, perfect. So we're walking away and as we're walking away, I'm, I'm in my head actively thinking and I'm like, oh, I can use this. Because mind you, my girlfriend was in a relationship with her previous boyfriend for nine years mm-hmm. who didn't propose. What a shitbag. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> He's lost. Yeah. Thank goodness he lost. But anyway, so I'm like, oh, I got the perfect opportunity and I, and I just craft this thing in my head which i'm going to share with you in a minute so we're standing at the at the opening of the midway and i'm like all we have to do gather the family walk out of the by the front gate remember that min that minnesota state, state fair, fair sign is yep or where the selfie place is you know what i'm talking about yep so all you do is walk there and then we can get our pictures and everything can happen and we can go home in my head boom 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 checklist one two three well, then my dad goes, I want cookies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, my God. And I'm like, well, I guess that's fair. I want cookies, too. So here's 20 bucks. Get a pail of cookies for Emily and I. Pail of cookies are what now? $28. Like 18 Is it? It's, like it's a lot of money. Yeah. But anyway, so, I, so him and my sister walk away to go get cookies. My mom goes to wait with them. And then Emily's like, I want food one more time. I'm like, <laughs> what was calling to her? Nothing. We don't, I don't know. Corn dogs? No, huh? Well, I don't. So anyway, so she's like, well, I want fries. Okay. So we walk over to the fry stand, which you, you know I is agree. eight steps away. The line was like from the from the window to the end of the metal gate. That was it. But it was full of people. And I'm like, you want to wait for fries this long? She's like, no, I guess not. So we stopped. We, re- we walked away. <laughs> I stopped and got a lemonade because I'm like, this might take a while. So we walk over to this place that was selling the fried ravioli. Ooh. Yeah, it's really good. I tried it. And we get in line. There's four people. Four people in line. All of a sudden, the guy in front of us turns around. And he's like, do you guys want fried ravioli? And we're like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay. Well, all we have is garlic bread. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, my gosh. At this point, you're ready to give up. I am. I'm like, all we have to do is walk out of the gate. That's it. Nobody knows except for mom and me, and all we have to do is walk out of the gate. 
That's it. That's all we have to do. So then she's like, oh, we'll find something else. So we walk further into the fair, away from the gate. Away from my family, away from the gate. We walked this other stand. I'm like, oh, look, there's fajitas. No, I don't want that. Okay. Was it Juanita fajitas? Yeah. Yeah. So we walk, we walk even further. You're getting ways, ways. And we're down by the corn stand where they serve the, the corn and the gator and the, the burgers. Yes. Um, way down there. Yeah. So we get there. She's like, I know. I'll just get, I'll just get alligator. <laughs> the alligator on a stick. So now there are two lines. Okay. One has five people in it. One has no one. She gets into the line with nobody. But in front of her is one guy who's the cashier taking the order who has like two of his friends right in front of him who's talking to him. And then they walk away. And then she stands there for a second. Nobody says anything. She turns around, gets back into the line behind five other people and waits there. As seven people walk up into the line where she just was, go up and order. And then proceed to get their food and leave before she even orders. All seven of them. And I'm like, okay, okay. I gotta stop just being anxious about this because obviously it's gonna take a lot longer than I thought. Checklist A, you know, A, B, C is A, 1, 2, 3, B, 2, 3, 7, you know. <laughs> so... We fi- she finally gets her alligator. We walk back to the cookie stand. We find my mom. We're like, oh, where's where's uh, my where's dad and my sister at? Oh, they're still in line. They're right up the front. Okay, cool. She's like, yeah, it'll probably be in line in five minutes or so. Okay, sounds good. We'll just wait, you know. Then she's like, but I really want fries. <laughs> I really want fries. I'm like, oh, my God. You're going to go wait in that line for fries. Seriously. All I want to do is leave so I can propose to her. What she's wanted for a while. That's all I want to do is give her what she wanted for a while. It's fries, dude. Get her some fries. <laughs> For fuck's sakes. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe the line has gone down by then. Maybe the line has gone down. So we walk all the way over to that stand. Guess what? The line was still the exact same. I was going to say they're closed. No, no, no. They're still the exact same. And I'm like, are you seriously going to wait? this long for fries yep she stands in line waiting for the fucking fries jimmy the fucking fries what what, um, is, what is so funny about this is is my wife would stand in, in line for those fries until jesus comes back oh i believe it yeah she was, i believe it i, I, I hardly believe it she she stood in line at a couple places to get food i drank a beer and a half yeah. 16 ounce yeah. beers. Yeah. I, I wasn't slamming it. them. I was yeah. just drinking beer. Yeah. So I go and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to wait for these fries. I'll be right here, right next to you. But I'm just not going to wa- you know, not going to wait. We wait for another eight minutes or so, you know, but it took some time. Finally, we got our fries. Yes. Finally, we got all of our food. I'm like, okay, let's it's- go back to the cookie stand. Go find the rest of my family so we can all walk out together. It's go time. Yes. I'm like, finally, I have the, the, the box of, with my ring in it in my pocket, ready to go. <laughs> we walk back to the cookie stand. Guess who's not there? My entire family is not at the cookie stand. <laughs> I'm like, you, you can been, you guys? It's like herding cats. <laughs> I know. I, that's, that's, I'll tell you that later. But 
so then I'm like, oh my god, okay. With any luck, with any luck, they're already out by the front gate. So I'm like, let's just go to the front gate. We got what we want. Walk out to the front gate. By God's miracle, they were there. They were all sitting there waiting. I'm like, perfect. Sounds good. Hey, Em, let's take a picture quick. So I grab Emily, and we're walking over in front of the state fair sign. And my sister pulls out her phone to start taking a picture. And she's sitting there holding the fries, holding her alligator having her backpack on i'm like give me those goddamn things I take them i put them down i'm like we're taking a picture and of course my mom being inconspicuous is crying no 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 okay. no no okay. she she uh turns the camera on with the light on <laughs> so you can see that she's actively taking a video actively taking a video <laughs> I'm like, this is great. This is lovely. I'm having so much fun right now, you know? Having a heat stroke, nothing's going right. And I'm like, oh my god, you guys. Your underwear is soaked this to the is, I'm like, this is supposed to be the easiest time right now. So then finally, after a second, my sister's like, alright, I'll take pictures. So she takes a picture. Takes a picture of Emily and I. This one's blurry. I don't like this one. Deletes it. Grabs another one. Takes a picture. No, this is blurry. I just I can't get you guys in the, with the state verisign. I can't get you two together. It's all blurry. Let me take another one. She's sitting there taking pictures, telling me how fucking blurry they are. I'm I'm like clean off the lens, mom. No, no this is my sister. <laughs> oh, your sister. Yeah, my sister. She's taking picture, taking a picture, taking a picture. I just I can't get it. It's too blurry. I can't get it. I just can't get it. It's too blurry. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. Hey, Emily. And I look at her. <laughs> I just grab her hand and she's like, no, what? And I'm like, no, give me your hand. Just give me your damn hand. I'm getting anxiety listening to this. <laughs> I'm like, give me your damn hand. And she looks at me and my mom's still taking a video at that time. And she's like, and I'm like, so you know how you waited nine years for a ring? She goes, yeah. And I'm like, you know how you didn't get a prize tonight? Well, I want to give you the prize you've been waiting for for nine years. She's like, what? And I'm like, I take a step back, get on one knee, pull out the ring, show her. And instead of having, like, the the nice, like, audible reaction of, like, you know, hands over the face right away. Yeah. She does this whole thing where she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, about time kind of a thing. But apparently it's, apparently it's because she was having, you know, a heat stroke at that time that she just didn't know what to do. <laughs> and then she did the whole, like, cup her hands over her her face and whatnot and then said yes. And you dropped the food that you were waiting on for hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and walked away from the food sitting there on the sidewalk because yeah. it's all yeah. cold now. Yeah, so that was... And then, you know, the rest is history. People congratulated us as they walked out and shit like that. And then, uh, then <clears throat> as planned... You walked out, and then the fireworks started going off in the background. Oh. As I planned it to happen. To happen. Yes, 100% planned that. I called them and everything. Right. I said, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yep. Wow. Yeah, so that was my story about how I got engaged, Jimmy. Wow, that is incredible. (laughs) Um, Nothing near as cool as mine, but... (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we're not here to talk about my engagement anymore. We're here to continue the last episode of the World Economic Forum, as brought to you by Adam. 
So without further ado, Adam, please continue. Okay, so I think where we stopped off was what happened to Nigeria, correct? Because <laughs> let's go with that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I have no they're, idea. They're, well, Nigeria. So they test a lot of African things, um, a lot of things that they want to incorporate into the into the world system. They test these in poorer countries, Africa, South America, Asia, that type of thing. Um, and the E Naira is something that nobody wanted. Nigeria is mostly a cash economy and has been because and it's just easier i mean they also do some barter system i'm pretty sure you can get a wife for the right amount of cows and camels oh my god not being <laughs> not being racist or mean that's Why didn't literally you just tell me that i could have been easier on myself apparently you, you know in, in all of god's honest truth i know somebody i know somebody who did that and went over there and traded had, a camel for a girl Cash and animals, yeah, oh, wow. from the U.S. here. Oh, oh, is it like mail order bride, but you know, trading edition? <laughs> one of my one of my friends who married an American, um, he's from Kenya, and his parents had to symbolically give cattle and cash to someone else, you know, for the wife, even though because she's from the U.S. Wait, he had, wait, he had to give. His the parents, his wife's parents, who was the American, right? Yeah. Okay. But they had to symbolically give something, you know, like a a dowry type thing. Sure, just give him a hamster. Call it good. <laughs> well, yeah. Dude, hamsters are bite. They're fucking vicious. <laughs> so, so, anyways, what they did was, um, one of the very first things that the government did was they said we need everybody to do our CBDC, which is the e naira. Everybody has phones in Africa. People think that Africa's this technological backwater, but everybody has cell phones. Everybody's got, you know, they can do most stuff. They just have really shitty roads. A lot of lot of health conditions because they don't have good hospitals, but goddamn it, they have fucking cell phones at work. And um so everybody got a code assigned to them for their cell phone number. And they said you need to start trading this. Well, when the night when they started figuring out that, hey, they can see everything we do, nobody wanted this. The banks didn't want to deal with it. You know, they went to the banks and they're like, no, we want cash. So what the very first thing the banks did was they stopped handing out cash. Um, they limited the amount. The Central Bank of, of Nigeria um, limited the amount of cash that you could take out from the average Nigerian needs about... I think they said it's like $100 a week. It's like 2 or $3 a day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's not a lot of money to mm -hmm. us. But that's what they need for a week. So they would just go take out what they need for the week or a little bit extra if they were doing some and then leave the rest in there for savings. Mm -hmm. So the central bank says, no, we're limiting how much you can take out of the bank. And they cut it in half. Okay, that was the first thing they did. People still didn't want to deal with it. So then they're like, oh, well, um, you guys need to bring in your old notes because they're dirty and we won't accept them anymore. Basically changing the color of the money from blue to green or whatever the fuck color it is. And people still didn't do it. And so by that time, the ATMs were also limited. So they started burning the ATMs, trashing the ATMs, um, trashing the banks. 
Basically what the Nigerian government did is they starved their own people into accepting it. Um, anybody that thinks that this can't happen here oh. well, I believe is it can. stupid. I believe they can. It's, look what happened during COVID. Adam and I have had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. During COVID over in some place over in Europe, um, they were only allowing people to take out $100 a day out of their bank account. And one of one of my wife's uh, co-workers, her sister was over there working at a uh, working over there, and she wanted to buy a computer for three hundred dollars used from a guy over there. Mm-hmm. She had to go to the bank three different days to get a hundred dollars cash out. Oh, jeez! And everything that was happening over there at the time during the COVID thing was happening over here. Two weeks later, right. it seemed oh, like sure, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, something would happen over there, and then we'd go, "Oh, that's freaking crazy!" And then it would happen over here. So that's when my wife and I went out and bought a, a safe and started keeping a little bit of cash at home, mm-hmm. you know? That's fair. So um, I think that how the government is going to set up their CBDCs, and it's for more than just this reason. Um, BRICS is happening. We're going to get more inflation. I don't really care what anyone says. It's going to be this never-ending cycle. Unless we get, like, a recession, the level of 08 or the Great Depression to knock out our inflation and to basically um, cause the, the changes that we need, I don't uh, think that we're going to get any changes. Basically upend um, everything that we have now to restart. Yeah. So here's the thing. There's a book that's been out for a long time called The Great Deleveraging. And, okay, Jim, what was the very first house that you bought? How much did that cost? My first house, I bought a three-bedroom house. Uh, so I think it cost me about... 90,000, 80,000. And now that house is worth, you know, probably about two and a quarter. Okay. So this is the amount of inflation that people don't see. Everybody thinks that the banks are know what they're doing, but they don't, but they, and they do, but they don't. So they need the inflation because they need to wither away our debt. We're at what? $33 trillion plus at, as of the recording as of September, you know, 24th. So they need to inflate that debt away. The U.S. dollar has lost probably, what, 99% of its purchasing power since the time that it was in, in place. My grandpa was telling me that he used to buy gas for 10 cents a, a gallon. Um, a house, I've had people that are in their 80s and 90s uh, from where I work tell me that the very first house they bought was $3,500. And this was, you know, a decent house. So, it's, this is how, so the CBDCs are just going to be a given because that's how they can inflate things away. Um, but I have a feeling that they're going to do what they've done in several different countries. So, did you guys hear what they did in India a few years ago? No. So, I think I've talked to you about this. In India a few years ago, they basically got rid of the $50 and $100 bill. Um, and if you guys watch, read the regular news and read the opinion pieces, every now and then they throw out the, we don't need the $50 and $100 bill anymore. Nobody uses cash. Um, no paper notes are dirty. They have traces of cocaine. I mean, it's just, that was the big thing during COVID was everybody needs to get rid of the paper money because COVID can live on paper money. Um, it's just little things like that. But see what I, what the good thing about cash is, is it's basically untraceable. Um, so what India did was, for a two-week period, they said, because of the quote-unquote black economy, 
excuse me, we're getting rid of fifty and hundred dollar bills, and you have two weeks to turn them in. If you don't turn them in within the next two weeks, your bills will be defaulted. You you basically can't. They'll be worth nothing. I kind of have a feeling that that's what they'll do here. Um, the only way that you could get around with turning in your fifty and hundred dollar bills was if you went to a jeweler or a gold buyer and bought gold and silver, physical gold and silver. India still has a large amount of their money. Um, they view it as wealth, gold and silver as wealth, and so they store it. Um, Turkey, which is also having a lot of monetary issues, they've done the same thing. Uh, central banks have been buying gold. Sorry, I'm jumping around a lot. I got a lot it's of... It's all right. It's all right. Pretty good. Um, and then... I think that we're going to have more bank defaults and it's going to be these mid-sized banks that are, you know, the 50 to $250 billion banks, not the big, big ones like Citibank, JP Morgan, that type of stuff. Well, some of those but banks have already collapsed though, didn't they? The, uh, some have. Yeah. There's some that they're what I think there's the three of them so far right. um, have collapsed in California. And, yes. Yes. Yeah. But I think that there's still room for more. Um, and I've heard rumors that from people, different people that I know, um, that the central banks and the Federal Reserve are asking the small to medium-sized banks, especially, um, I don't know if this is a rule everywhere in the country, but in Minnesota, if you, you could have just one bank in a town as long as it had less than 10,000 people, that was actually a rule, um, unless there was this whole thing. Uh, it's kind of still like an old-timey rule. But now banks are starting, the small regional bank, you know, the small town banks that, and maybe even a couple of the other smaller towns that are in their vicinity on both sides of the border, um, those ones are getting bought out by medium-sized banks, and they're taking all those assets. So I, I brought this up with Jim. I think that what they'll do is they'll do more of like a Cypress thing. And what they did for the California banks is they're like, oh, we will cover them no matter what. And I have a feeling that one of these days they're going to stop doing that. And they're basically going to do what's called a bank buy-in. Um, they did this in Cyprus. Cyprus has a lot of quote-unquote Russian oligarch money. But basically, if you had over the limit um, for a Cyprus bank, and that was, that is, say, $250,000, um you lost your money. But because our system is insolvent, I think that what they're going to do is they're going to do the first $50,000 because the average person doesn't have $50,000 in cash. Right. Um, so I think that what they're going to do is they're going to do everything over $50,000, you quote-unquote get bank stock. Um, and that's what they've done before are those like are those like CDs? Yeah, you just you own X amount of shares of the bank. You have to like f help fund the bank, and then the the bank gives you a qu like a small dividend payment every year okay. because you own X amount of bank shares. Okay. Uh, so I'm a firm believer that you need to keep at least. Uh, I don't really keep hundred dollar bills. I keep twenties. Nobody can figure out why I keep twenties, but twenties are going to be something that you know they're kind of a pain in the ass to carry around. They become but a I new $1 bill here in a couple of years? Probably. That's kind of my thinking is 
they're going to inflate. They're going to want to inflate. They're going to want to put incorporate the CBDC. You have the BRICS nations that are going to be more focusing on. Um, they're going to want more money for their stuff because they're not going to want dollars. Have you guys been paying attention to that whole thing? I've seen stuff like that with, with the. Well, what, are, what are those countries that the BRICS nations? I think you talked about right. Yeah, so the BRICS nations stand for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Those are the first ones. However, they are accepting more and more people into the group. All right, um, because they're trying. They're, they want to make their own quote super currency to make the American dollar obsolete, as far as world trade, right? Yeah, I don't think that they'll ever get to that point where. I think you'll have two systems in the world. You'll have like a BRICS run system. And a U.S. Western-led monetary system until one collapse, one or the other collapse. Um, the BRICS-led system has more things going for it right now. There, they have a lot of the stuff we need: oil, gold, silver, uh, rare earth metals. They refine a lot of that stuff. Our president is in the is in the habit of getting rid of all of that and telling us that we need to buy electric cars, but not going through the process of how do we get the electric cars here, Joe? Um, I want one of his people to explain it to me like I'm five, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> so just switching gears real quick, Adam, what is going on over in Australia with them getting rid of cash? So Australia's basically gotten rid of cash. Um, and the US, are, U.S. is watching this uh, very closely, correct? Yeah, kind of. I Australia had one of the worst, in my opinion, systems for COVID, um, granted, we didn't know now what we know we didn't know then, but what we know now. But it was just the the speed of the draconian um, movement. There was guys that they literally arrested people for delivering fried chicken because nobody was supposed to be on the road, um, and people were buying KFC because like one town would be closed, but then the next town would be open, so people would sneak around the roadblocks, go to the other town that was open, and then buy chicken and they're like oh you're and they threw people in jail for five or six years um over you know avoiding the blockades and i think they're still in jail and that's not really brought up but they they're one of those where they're trying to push this um digital passport where everything's on your phone um your wallet your id your federal id so uh so they can see it your your bank account is linked and then the central bank is linked there um some people have said that australia is the biggest ponzi scheme in the world <laughs> and when it pops it might take a lot of it out with it uh that's another story mm -hmm. i could send the send the stuff over yeah definitely um because it that that one got me uh there was a guy who basically the only reason why australia has growth right now they play with the numbers kind of like China. Every country plays with their numbers. Um, but they basically import people in to build houses. And then because they're importing so many people, housing goes up. Which creates this loop of, well, we need more people to build more houses. But then you need everybody needs like four jobs to own a house because a house that costs, you know, that even here would cost a quarter of a million dollars, costs like a million dollars over there. And nobody seems to notice that they're like, oh, my house is worth so much more. But it costs more to get it. And then they incorporate all these other things. 
like, you know, digital surveillance on what you buy. And if you complain too much, they send somebody to talk to you. Unofficially, of course, you know. They also have, you know, they're limiting free speech. New, the New Zealand Prime Minister was on the UN um, complaining that free speech needs to be curtailed because, you know, it's basically cutting into what they want us to know about. So this podcast would probably be eliminated because we just bring up questions, you know, and or you guys do and we bring up things. You know, like, I definitely would be curtailed because they'd be like, we don't like any of what you think. <laughs> and that seems to be what the model is, is they are just trying to get rid of dissent. And you could say it's because it's wartime, but has it ever been this bad, Jim? Not, that, like, I, could, not that I remember. Dissent? You know, and, and then, you know, to the point of, of doing the uh, social credit score, where if they don't like what you're doing... Um, then your credit score will drop, uh, eliminating your purchase power and other things. But um, the one thing that just drove me insane when I was watching this whole thing over in Australia is you know getting rid of all the cash, is, and that's kind of where they're going towards. So you can't even pay your neighbor boy ten bucks out of your pocket to go mow the yard because they want to know exactly what you're doing. And so over in Australia, they also want to get rid of um, guns completely. They have no guns. The and only people that are allowed to have guns are the, oh, the farms in the bush. and ranches. Right. They got rid of guns uh, in 1998, I think. They so, haven't had guns forever. So the people that do have guns in a country, of course, want to keep them because they live out in the bush and they're dealing with, with uh, you know, crazy you shit know. Out, out there. But what they're going to do is, okay, so we're going to control your, your, your money. Guns aren't outlawed, but you can't go to your local store to buy a gun because your debit card won't work there for that particular purchase. So they're going to be able to tell you that you can only buy certain things. I mean, and you think about it, when that can happen, I mean, look at just, let's say, Procter & Gamble here in the United States. If Procter & Gamble gets in with the right people, all of a sudden they're saying, you know, you can't buy generic dish detergent. You have to buy Dawn. You have to buy Charmin. You have to buy Northern. You can't buy generic stuff to save yourself a buck or two. And, and that's exactly what they're doing. If, if they decide that they're going to control on what you buy, and pretty soon your the amount of um, selection you have to purchase stuff might only be one or two items, which you'll be going right back into um, World War II. Uh, I think you, both of you guys are familiar with Aldi's mm -hmm. grocery chain. And if you go into Aldi's, they have a selection of three four kinds of, of cheese if you know two three kinds of soup blah blah well, you don't blah. see that you don't see the name brand there no. it's all generic when you go into one of those places right i mean as far as i'm aware of it's all generic yep and and the brothers that started that particular store and it was big down south way before it ever got up here and, and their theory was you don't need a large selection you just need a good price and you know what saying now that down the road they decide you know you don't need a good price you just need to pay us for the one soup that we're going to allow you to buy. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, you, you've got people controlling everything that you buy mm -hmm. and the, what the price you're going to pay. And if they don't want you buying a particular item, then your debit card, credit card will not work on that particular item. And it, just talk about control, you know, you could take a country to its knees without firing a shot. Basically, and like, then, like COVID did. Yeah. And 
the thing with it is, is you can deplatform people. So if you bring up a question or say you buy more, they don't want you to buy meat because meat's bad for the planet. Um, they can get rid of that too. Uh, Black Mirror did several episodes on this version of the Chinese social credit score, but people gamified it, and but it was gamified. And if people weren't terrified by that, and they just thought, oh, that'll never happen, um, I don't know how much more awake they can be given. There's always that conspiracy, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, that they always put on the news first, or they put on TV shows before what they're going to do. Um, you know what I mean? They yeah. always they always release it on TV shows and people just watch it and they think it's mindless entertainment. But in reality, they're going, this is what we're going to do. I don't buy into that 100% because I think that if if everything is happening like they're saying it is, these people aren't stupid enough to let it go and be a TV show. Does that make sense? I don't mm, I don't know about that. See, you don't think they're stupid enough to let it go on a TV show. I think they are. I think they're just cocky. I think it's a social experiment. I think you're just cocky. You'd be like, you know what? This is what we're going to do. What are you going to do about it? You can't. Right. Because we have the power. You're just, you're just seeing how far you can push people before they lose their fucking mind. I mean, well, I mean, losing the mind. What happened? The January 6th stuff. That was a loss of mind, I, I believe. Oh, yeah. And, and I still don't think it was that bad, personally. I didn't watch no, it. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like a rebellion-ish against a, you know, a government. You know, As far as like we believe something bad happened at this time. We're making our voices heard. So on and so forth. Oh, look, extremists. Yay. Yeah. You know, it, it, I don't know. It seems like that was a more recent time of it's still fresh in raging people's against minds. the machine. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's still fresh in people's minds. I mean, because I mean, without the rage, but but pe- people lost their lives. One person lost their life, and 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 several other people ended up dying weeks afterwards. You know, who had bad hearts and whatnot. I think you're saying up to five, six people died. Well, from that on that day, one person died. Yeah, that one day. The the one lady died because a cop shot her. Right. And the thing is, is if that was your home, you'd have shot everybody in the face to protect your home. If people are trying to come into your house. Right. But the problem is that is our home. Right. That's the people's house. Right. But somebody made a, a really brilliant thing on, on national TV. They said, you know, if it had been a whole bunch of black folks trying to get in, they probably just unleashed all hell on them. And, and I'm just like, what does that mean? You know? And they're saying, well, you know, nobody wanted to shoot another white guy. I'm going, I don't care what color you are. If you're coming after after me and my home, and, and uh, I'm going to blast you in the face. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, but there's, we'll never, ever hear the entire story. No. And you can't. We'll have to wait at least 50 years to hear more. Right. Well, here's been 50 years since JFK got shot. We haven't heard shit. That's what I'm saying, at least 50 years. You know? And uh, so if, if people think that, that their vote counts, and I hear that all the time. Well, you got to vote. It doesn't vote. You're, you know, we've had what was it six or seven people, Adam, that have won the popular vote, but have lost the presidency in the last fifty years, because yeah. you know, um, and so they go, "Oh, I got the popular vote. You know, I should win." And that's the way it should be, because I mean, but they're they're tr- this whole thing about um, 
how they're trying. The state of North Dakota has two votes. The state of California has got, you know, what, 40, 50 votes? I have no idea, but it's all hell of a lot. Yeah, see, I don't understand that. So all, you need, is, all you need is about to carry eight states or ten states. Well, that's what I, I, I think it should be the thing where each state gets one vote. There's one fi- vote? There's 50 well, states. It's an odd number. Well, yeah. You know, then whoever has the most votes wins. Right. I mean, 50 so states. That's why you have the Electoral College. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, they've been trying to get rid of our Electoral College for years. But, I mean, that's why these presidents always, you know, whoever is out there, um, out there doing their thing, uh, trying to get the presidency, they only do the few states. You know, the Californias, yeah. the Iowas, whoever's got. The caucuses, yeah. Right. The ones that vote first. I mean, nobody cares. Nobody ever comes to Minnesota, no. South Dakota. No. North Dakota, no. up, up here in the Midwest, because our votes are only twos and fours and fives, you know? Yeah. doesn't matter. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you can bullshit all the people in one 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 state, like California, mm-hmm. you got her made. But, you know, watch California now, as all these movie stars and rock stars are moving out of that state because it's gotten so expensive to live, and they're, they're being taxed so high that they've actually left. Yeah. I mean, big people, um, I mean, a lot of rock stars, a lot of... A lot of uh, Movie stars have moved out of that state, and a lot of them are going to Montana, mm-hmm. of all places. Mm-hmm. Idaho, mm-hmm. Utah, just to get away from, from the, the craziness out in California. Mm-hmm. But this this whole thing where people think their votes count, I mean, I, I seriously still believe in my head that there's probably 10 people smoking cigars somewhere in Washington, D.C., drinking bourbon down in the basement, making all the calls, and then the president, whoever the president is, Republican or Democrat, just being a just you know being a pawn, and uh, there's been so many great conspiracies over the years that we could just go on and on forever. But the one thing that I found really interesting is, is our uh, for people who don't know who Jesse Ventura is, mm. Jesse Ventura was a wrestler mm-hmm. in Minneapolis who became our governor, and Jesse Ventura was kind of the guy. He was kind of like pre-Trump, where if he stepped in shit, he'd say, "God, I stepped in shit, and that shit stunk." Mm-hmm. And he he called the 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 press a terrible name. He called them jackals, and he was in for he got a lot of stuff done in the state of Minnesota. As a matter of fact, it was the only time in my lifetime that we got a refund on our state taxes because we the state of Minnesota had so much money. Oh yeah, that Jesse Ventura made sure that every tax paying citizen in the state of Minnesota got back. What was it? Was it three to six hundred dollars, Adam? Depending on how much you paid. I think so. Yeah. And, and then, and then, what happened for our? We had eighteen billion dollars in, or how much was it this year? And we got two hundred dollars back, two hundred, yeah, surplus bucks back, yeah. And uh, but anyway, Jesse Ventura, who now lives in Mexico, mm-hmm. but he had a series on TV about conspiracies. Mm-hmm. And if if you want to, we're talking about Adams, circling back to where Adams talking about the banks in these small towns. So over. I believe, I, I could be wrong, I think it was over in the Colorado area, where they've got all these different uh, places inside the mountains where they're going to put the Congress and senators and stuff. Right. The elites. The elites. But this particular small town in Colorado has got 9, 10, 12 banks. So the government has their money right there in this town of 300 people. Mm-hmm. And so Jesse Ventura was there, and he was showing the small town. And then... Um, He's in his, his black SUV uh, with his filming group, and they actually drove into the mountain and didn't get stopped. 
Mm. Which is there, I'm going like, really? I mean, you can just drive into this place and see all this. But what's interesting is when Jesse Ventura was there at that time, they were building a railroad into the mountain. So they're blasting a hole into the mountain for the railroad to go in and drop off supplies. Because that's where they're going to go during Armageddon. Right. And so there they'd have all the food, they'd have protection, and they would have all the money. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I think Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory thing was on for like two, three years. But he had a lot of stuff that, that made you go, hmm. And even if 30% of that stuff is true, it just blows me away. If any of it's true, right? It, it's it's surprising. Surprising because most, I mean, not, I'm not saying his stuff is outrageous, but it's 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 a reach sometimes, right? And if any of that's true, oh, yeah, scary. The debanking thing that nobody thought would happen, but it's happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they've debank. I mean, how do you debank a politician because you don't like what he says? So, right. I mean, this happened in England. The guy, Nigel Farage, he's like him or hate him. He's the whole reason why we have Brexit. But, you know, completely debanked. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get a bank. He couldn't get a bank account. They kicked him off his bank account. And they, they were just like, yep, have a nice day. And it's like, how do you do that to a politician? Well, I mean, that's that's what they're going with. If you've been following the whole the whole Trump deal, love him or hate him, I don't care. Um. You know, he had all this money. People keep throwing money at him to def- help defend him and stuff. But what's interesting now is now the, the U.S. government is looking at this money um, and they're putting it in an account saying it, it's for them to go out and, um, what do you call that when you go out there? Advertise? Yeah, advertise. Or, or campaign? Campaign. There we go. I'm sorry. So, you know, Same this, thing. Is, this is supposed to be money for his defense and for his campaigning. And they're going, hey, that's two different things and blah, blah, blah. So now the U.S. government's crawling up their butt and they're talking about how they may freeze his assets there. And if you want to take anybody down, I don't care if it's, if it's me or Trent or Adam, close our bank accounts. And that, that's, when, that's when the most dangerous stuff happens. Though. Right. And, you, and all of a sudden, Trent. what they did in Canada. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With the truckers. Yep, the trucker strike. Right, and they just parked, and then people were like, "Oh, go deflate their tires," and then all of a sudden it's like, "Okay, well now we're just going to stop you guys from being able to purchase anything with your money," and they froze all the assets. Right. So I mean, look at like yourself and me and Adam. We all keep a little bit of cash in the house. Right. And and now, let's fast forward ten years from now. Now cash is worthless, mm-hmm. and now they shut down your account. Now we're going to get groceries. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to get your gun out of your out of your trunk, mm-hmm. and you're going to go get groceries. You're going to get groceries, and you'll pay one way or another. Right. So I mean, if you think that that we can't be controlled like a bunch of freaking farm animals, I mean, people are going, oh, you know, civil war. Well, because well, then you always remember back of those trucker things. You're like, well, you know, just do the whole uh, GoFundMe. Right. They'll go fund me. Well, that what happened with that? Well, they heard about what happened with the up in Canada. Those truckers, they heard about that. They stopped all that. They froze that too, and then gave. I think it was they gave everybody their money back. So then that give send go. Who none of these people are sponsored, and we have no sponsors right now. But give send go started. And, and then, then you they know had, what they did for that? What? They they went and and looked at everybody from give send go, and then they froze all their bank accounts too. Yeah. Yeah, so they just, so it's just a constant freeze effect because what's going to happen? Well, we don't want you to do that. We're going to freeze all your banks until you tell us you're not going to do it. Right. 
That's what's what's why it's scary when you you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I'm not I'm not a huge fan of being into politics, but I'm kind of glad I am because I get to see this. But it's really scary when it's like I don't care about that. I really don't care about that. And you talk to people, it's like I don't care about that. Right. It's like maybe you should, yeah. or at least be a little bit informed on this. Because I mean, everybody who's listening, obviously you're at least a little informed now. Go do whatever research you want to. Do whatever you want to. You right. can you can tell us we're full of shit. I don't care. And it's just is, when, you, when, you, when you actually look at it, you know, I would rather you be like, I don't agree with you, but I see what you're saying versus I don't care about that. I'm just going to live my life. Well, live it until you can't. Then right. I guess. I mean, can you imagine not having any cash and now the bank's foreclosing on your house mm-hmm. and you got nowhere to go and mm-hmm. stuff? And, and that's when Armageddon kicks in. But I mean, so the, it's just be a fine line of where they're, they're going to try to control everything. Mm-hmm. Down the road. Well, just think, yeah, like you said, just think about it. The freezer bank, the bank comes in like taking your house. Yep. Okay. Yep. No you're, no, you're not. No. Are we going to send the cops? Okay. When the cops will come, either arrest you or or you'll have a shootout because you're you're a person with nothing left to lose. Right. Nothing. I always remember that that old thing where it's like you know there's nothing dangerous than a man with nothing left to lose. Right. Absolutely. He's got, yeah, because he, he's he's just the most dangerous person ever. And it just, well, if you think about that too, okay, you lose your house. Wait, you go live in your car? No, you're making payments yeah, on that too. Yeah, they'll they'll take your car, even if you own your car. Yeah, we'll just take it from you anyway. Why? Oh, you're maybe parked illegally. I don't know. Can't park there now. You can't park in your yard. That's our yard. You can't park in your driveway. That's our driveway. Yep. Can't park that in the street park. right there. Eh, you know what? Right now, there's a fire hydrant right there, and that's illegal. We're gonna tow it. Yeah. So now what? You're on the street. Okay. Living in a cardboard box down by the river. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to pay taxes on that, I bet. Well, if you can find a Lake shore box. property. A <laughs> <laughs> river shore property. River whatever. Shore. Yeah. So they'll, they'll just keep taking and taking and taking until you have to make rash decisions. And then what happens? That's when your Armageddon's going to strike. Because everybody's going to have to make rash decisions. All these places that are, you know, fi- like, I just heard, uh, I just heard that uh, in Chicago, no stores want to open because of how much crime is going on there. Fucking shithole. Yeah, it is. You know, if you live in Colorado or Colorado, if you live in Chicago, and listen to this. I'm sorry, but your place is just trash. Yeah, it, it's it, there's so much crime. No, you're not. You're not taking care of the the problem. You're taking care of the people that will help you with the problem, and then the problem just continues. You let those people out that are doing the crime, and then convicting the ones that do nothing. The crime continues. No new places for you to eat or get food are going to open, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Are the uh, for those who don't know, Target is a Minnesota-owned company. Yep. And they are closing two in their Minneapolis area just because of theft. Yeah. And nobody seems to give a shit. Nobody seems to care. Yep. You know. But I almost think that this is a way of their controlling us too, because what they're doing is they're hurting us to certain locations. And they're trying to make everything acceptable. Like, the new mayor of Chicago, he's going to a uh, government-run grocery stores because there's food desert. Well, okay, I feel bad that there's people that they can't get food in certain neighborhoods of Chicago, but why don't you either, A, send in cops to clean it up, but th- you don't want that. B, police yourselves, but then you don't want that either because nobody wants to do the of governing themselves and making sure that they're just fucking decent to each other. And then you've also changed all the rules because, you know, after the George Floyd thing, 
don't even get me started on that. There's like four conspiracy theories that I've got linked to that guy. Oh boy. So the George Floyd thing, they do have, Adam, they do have the mobile grocery stores going into that neighborhood. Because my wife's cousin works nearby. She she uh, works for a company that, that takes care of properties. And they had several properties there down by the George Floyd area that um, they actually sent buses to their people living in their apartments to take, the, after, the, after the George Floyd thing, they took them out of there because they, they couldn't even get a prescription filled. They had to go 12 miles to go get a prescription Jeez. filled and get groceries because nobody wants to rebuild back down there. Oh, good Lord. And, and here's something else that just blew me away. She told us the last time we got together, she goes, an ambulance just recently went down there and they're guarding the, the neighborhood down there. And they and told the, they told the ambulance that it was going to be fifty bucks to get in. Yeah. The ambulance is for more than one person. The ambulance is going in there to save one of your 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 people, your fellow humans. your fellow humans, absolutely. Yeah. And and now you you're charging me fifty fireworks. bucks to come in. Fire truck too. Yeah, fire trucks and all that stuff. And so, I mean, if you go back to that show um, back in the eighties that Kurt Russell was in, where they made the entire city of New York just a prison. Yeah, that's what's that's where we're at. That's what they want. That's fifteen minute cities. That's the world economic fifteen minute cities bullshit. They want to con- convert everybody to a fifteen minute city, and they say, "Oh, convenience. Oh, it's oh, it's for uh, it's for you know, it's for safety. It's for convenience. It's for you know, global warming." I mean, they throw out umpteen billion things, but. All it is is that is literally how they will control it, everything because you can only go 15 minutes away. And they want everybody to move out of the rural areas and get ramrodded into uh, cities. And cities aren't fucking safe. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Cities aren't safe. No. So, you know, look at New York. They're having a whole problem with the immigrant thing, and then and they're blaming Demo- uh, they're blaming the people that are bussing them up, and I'm, they're like, well, you wanted them. There you go. Yeah, I found that funny. New York is a sanctuary city. It's self, self-centered a sanctuary city. Yeah. You but could. then you and you hear about it, and it's like, oh, well, we are just unprepared for all these people. We're getting, what was it, like 10,000? 10, 10, a week or something. A, a, a week. And then it's like, yeah. well, yeah, but down by the border, they're getting 100,000 a day. It's amazing that they're watching the uh, the news this week with, with them all riding, riding the train to the border and then crossing across the Rio Grande yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I feel sorry for these people because they're, they're fleeing because they're scared. And, and they can, But, I mean, at what point do we need... Why are we taking care of everybody? Why aren't they going to other countries? Because so that's their voting demographic right there. Right. They're coming across the border. That's well, their voting. Well, here's the thing. Hispanic people as a whole vote Democrat at first, but they're actually conservatives. And if... Republican conservatives would be, however you want to word it, less racist or whatever. They would have a huge demographic and voting block because of these people coming in. They are very family-oriented. They almost, almost to a T, hate gay people. Like like that or like that rule or hate that rule, however you want to look at it. Um, but they're very conservative. They're very religious. Um, they're hardcore, very strict Catholic. And they're very, very family-oriented. And that is what is, quote-unquote, a Republican voting base and demo- 
and demographic and that and they just don't let him in and it's kind of like okay you know you guys could have just as many votes if you work you know but it's like they just they just go for the two sides and everybody in the middle gets blocked out they should get rid of both both sides I mean, the only oh, thing the, the only thing they re, they've agreed on in the last ten years is to vote themselves a pay raise, and that went through in about two hours. You know, they yeah. can vote themselves a pay raise, but but if 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 you're Democrat and I'm Republican or vice versa, and I say up, you go down; I go blue, you go green. I mean, they're not getting anything done now. They're no. pissing everybody off. No. And uh, to, I mean, I don't have any problem with immigrants at all. But here's no. my problem: we can't take care of our goddamn veterans. Or our own homeless people. So why are we now in charge of taking care of everybody? I mean, at what point do you just fold and go, I, where, where's this money coming from? Where, I mean, housing and everything else. I mean, I feel terrible for these people that are fleeing their country. But are we making this really too easy for them just to come across and we just hand them money after money after money, but yet our veterans who serve this country... Are, are have you know come over with PSTD and 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 missing limbs and shit, and and these guys are fighting for their rights just to get care from the goddamn government for for their medical. You know, I mean, I just went to another funeral just recently where one of my friend's dad died from Agent Orange, and those who aren't familiar with Agent Orange is back in Vietnam, Agent Orange basically was Roundup, which is a, a pesticide they would spray in the jungles. And it would strip the foliage off all the trees. So then they could see inside the trees when they went over with their helicopters, they could shoot the enemy at the time. And anyway, but... Is that a nerve thing? Yeah. Agent Orange is a nerve damaging thing. Right. And yeah. so anyway, our own soldiers were underneath this. When they would spray this stuff, they would get it on top of them. And uh, I mean, right now, if you go like buy Roundup, um, it, it says right on the thing, highly carcinogenic, you know. But we did this to our own our own soldiers, and yet we still can't freaking take care of them, you know, and, and and get them the help that they need. Yeah, and they become the homeless population that sometimes right. They're, they're not. I don't know statistics on homeless, but like, I believe they're at least what a quarter of the homeless people are are veterans. Right. Yeah. I mean, the ones who protected our country. Yeah, because because they need they need mental help. They need mm-hmm. they need physical help. They need uh, medical, and it's just like why are I mean. Yeah, the U.S. is a great country, but why are we taking care of every single person in this world and, and trying to make it a better world, and then but, but ignoring our own mm-hmm. our, our home base, I should mm-hmm. say. Was well, one of, I heard one of those things, too, where it's, do you love your country? Well, yeah, I love my country. I believe I live in the best damn country in the world. We do. I'm not absolutely. proud of it. Yeah. I'm not proud of my country at the moment, but I love her, you know? Yeah. I'd, I'd stick up for my country, but at the moment, I'm not proud of her. Yeah. Yeah, we've done a lot of bad things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and so my favorite one that everybody likes to show that are, and you can just tell who they are. They just piss me off. They're like, if you have more than you need, you build a bigger table, not a bigger wall. And I'm like, well, the only reason why we have more than one, we're a third world country that the that the Federal Reserve has jackknifed in the, the whole world into believing that we are the reserve currency. And if we got rid of that, we'd actually be no no richer than all the rest of these poor people that come across. You know, mm-hmm. and and so one day you guys don't have, to, you know, it may or may not happen. They'll they'll just go on the news and they'll say, um, you know, look at that. Look at the uh, hack that happened in at the casinos. 
in Las Vegas over yeah, the past week. Yeah. That was great. I mean, that <laughs> never made the news either. Like, there was nothing on the news about it. I mean, just blips. if they can... Huh? Just little blips. If. Yeah, if like, if you can knock out slot machines, ATMs, and everything that that's, that casino, that that system needs, and including surveillance, and the room keys... What the hell does that tell you that they can do for all the other systems? So what makes a CBDC any any safer than what we currently have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got people that are sitting in, in their mom's basement who can shut down electrical grids, that can shut down banking systems. Mm-hmm. Shut down a banking system for fucking two weeks. See what happens. Well, you don't even need to. It's 24 hours and you'll have chaos. Right, exactly. And so, I mean... We are. It, it's pushed into our minds, you know, that oh, you got to have food and water and guns and 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 ammunition and and cash on hand and stuff. But I mean, if for people who don't believe that that we could be on our knees in three days, I mean, look what COVID did to the country mm-hmm. in freaking two months. Mm-hmm. Now, here, here's what scares me a little bit. Let's say that, <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong, COVID, COVID was a terrible thing. But let's go to something horrible, like Ebola. No, Ebola. Oh, that, would be, that terrifies me. That one terrifies me. So e- Ebola. So one of my friends. Wait, wait. Are you talking about Ebola or E. coli, or are you talking about Ebola? Ebola. I say Ebola. There's an area so uh, No, you're just like Ebola. 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 I'm like, is Ebola. that a combined of two different? It could things? be. Yeah, that'd be. Oh god, it's a super. So, in in Minneapolis, Minnesota. There was an outbreak of Ebola, and one of my friends won a presidential award from President Obama, went to the White House, received a presidential award from President Obama. She has it on her wall in her office with a picture of her and President Obama. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I know for a fact that this happened because I've seen the picture. Mm-hmm. You know, I've talked to her. I trust her. She is a head of one of the big, big, big... Um, hospitals down there. Mm-hmm. So the Ebola outbreak down there, they had five or six people die in the course of a couple of days. And after they took the first one in and found out what they died of, then they were on high alert. Mm-hmm. Now, Ebola is 95% uh, death rate. I mean, mm-hmm. if you get Ebola, you're, you're not, there's no I shot for it. Pretty much dead, yeah. And you bleed out of every orifice of your body, mm-hmm. your eyes, your mouth, your ears, your nose, your butt, your pee-pee. I mean, so there's blood everywhere. Several of these people died on the city street. Nobody would pick them up. Then the, the, Nobody would pick them up because everybody's going, I ain't touching that yeah. effing thing. Yeah. And anyway, so they contained it to a small group of homeless people, refugees... And so they ended up putting in a million-dollar furnace into the hospital in the course of, like, three weeks. To what? Burn it with burn with everything, <laughs> Burn everything that touched it. So beds, bedding, mattresses, any type of medical things that they used on these people got burnt. That was the only thing that would kill. And, and so they said, you know, we burnt freaking beds. We burnt ceiling tiles that got mm-hmm. blood on it mm-hmm. you know anything because i mean eventually they end up with a few more mm-hmm. into 
the area, and she goes, hazmat suits and all that stuff all have to be burned because you can't put it in a landfill. No. You know, and they, they contained it. Now, let's take that. So here, here's my point. So let's pretend that we get another COVID outbreak, and you and me and Adam are all going to go, ah, it's bullshit, don't care, I'm going to work, I'm not wearing a mask. Now imagine it's Ebola. And you got walking dead zombies walking around Walmart or Target or your, your city streets, and they die, and you walk by and get some blood on your shoes, you take off your shoes, and uh, you get it and stuff. I mean, that scares the hell out of me that that, that could happen tomorrow, and there'd be no stopping it. And you would have very few people left on this earth after six months if something like that happened. And because uh, the coronavirus thing is so fresh in everybody's minds, and everybody, you know, at the time was scared as hell, and now people are kind of like, ah, it's bullshit. I mean, you got you got people who completely think it didn't happen, or that it was, you know, just the flu on steroids and stuff. But you know, what scares me is if you throw something that lethal out into the world. I mean, it could take you down in weeks. And the government has studied all this. They've got all the statistics and stuff, just like they do with World War III and and we lob a uh, nuke at Russia and they lob two nukes at us and stuff. I mean, they know where the people are going to be surviving, and northern Minnesota is one of them. But you yep. go you go too far uh, into North Dakota, that state's going to be gone because they have so many Minuteman uh, missiles over there. And um, if you drive through North Dakota, you actually can see. Out in the middle of the field, they'll have a, a big square area uh, fenced off with chain link fence and stuff, and you'll see cars parked out there. And, and those are people that are sitting there, you know, um, ready to launch Minuteman missiles across the border because you got North Dakota, you lob it over Canada into Russia. Mm. I mean, it's it's the closest that we get is is you know Alaska, North Dakota, Minnesota, and stuff. So, I mean, it scares the hell out of me. I, I feel bad for. Our children, our grandchildren, mm-hmm. who are going to have to deal with this. So, I mean, I think Adam put it, you know, the best way. He said it's going to have to be a huge reset in order for things to get back to kind of semi-normal. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know how that reset's going to look. I don't know either. Is it a nuke up your ass? We don't know. Well, I don't think that. See, I don't think that they'll do nukes because. So, do you guys have you guys ever heard the story of what happened when Pakistan? said that if they got... Because Pakistan and India are fighting over one little spot. Have you guys ever read what happened when Pakistan and India, um, the sabers were rattling, and then one of the generals goes, well, we know we'll probably lose against India because they have more men and they have more weapons and yada, yada, yada. But we've got nukes. So did you guys ever hear what happened with that one? No. No. So this was before, you know, the countries started feuding with each other. China, Russia... And president, it was president in the U.S. President, it was President Obama at the time, sent three guys within 24 hours of that being said on the news to Pakistan. All three of those countries sent some sent their top people, and I'm bet, and it wasn't like the top, you know, diplomatic people because that would have. They sent the quiet people behind the scenes, the muscle, and they said, "You're not fucking doing that." Because, or else we'll just come in and take all your weapons away from you. Well, I mean, look at the the people that Russia has gotten rid of in the last year. Anybody that mouths off about Putin falls down the stairs, falls out a window. Well, what happened with that recent one? That guy who 
uh, was it like Putin was paying him to take care of something, and then he just turned around and started marching towards the Kremlin, and then all of a sudden Putin shot down his airplane. Well, no, Putin said something, which made him go back to normal, and then shot down his airplane after that. You know what I'm talking about, Adam? Oh, what's his? Yeah. Oh, the guy that in charge of the guerrilla forces. Yeah, that was helping out yeah. Russia. Yes. Yes. I mean, supposedly so, he's still alive. Supposedly he's still alive. What? Well, he uses he uses. Uh, I mean, Putin uses body doubles, and this guy guy was also known as using body doubles. Also, that he was in. He knew that he that Putin had put a hit out on him, and that somebody else got whacked. And they said his it was body him. doubles dead. What's that? His body double the is body dead, double not is, him. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. They're saying Putin's got seven or eight, eight different um, body doubles because they called out one the other day. Um, on national news because Putin's left-handed, this guy was using his right hand, or vice versa, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and stuff. So Zelensky has a body double, too, the president of Ukraine. Does he? Yeah. They accidentally let that one slip. I saw that. Oh, he I got a body double. I know who it is. It's Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Maybe. This could be Kenny Loggins. Oh, gosh. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. All right. Anything I want to bring up right now, or do we have to have a part three of this? I don't know. No. I, I think, I mean, I've covered basically the World Economic Forum, um, how they're going to probably incorporate CBDCs, the way that a couple of different banks have gotten rid of things. Um, was there any questions you guys had? How do we fix this problem? Yeah. How so, do we... here's how I look at fixing this problem. And this is just strictly me. Um, I learned from, I just told Jim this, like, okay, so you guys heard about that dipshit senator that went and Googled how much is a kilo of gold and all this other shit, and he was getting paid off? That was amazing. So the he was a senator. From where? He still is. He still is a senator. I knew. What, what state was it? Anyway. Like New Jersey? Yeah. New Jersey? And okay. anyway, he's yeah. he's, a, he, he's head of one of the big groups yeah. that do stuff with Egypt and whatnot. Yeah. A, anyway, he, he took hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bribes from these guys and gold and Mercedes-Benz. His wife was working for their company, not ever going to work and getting a huge salary. The uh, U.S. government raided his house. I mean, they found like his his nice little blazers, you know, that had uh, his name on it, you know? Yep. Full of cash. Hundreds of thousands of dollars oh, in cash. And he had, and they found three or four bars of, or ki- kilos of big bars of um, gold. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he'd been googling how much is a kilo of gold worth because they were giving it to him and he was selling it and right. shit. So go ahead, Adam. You see, hold on. See, this is where if we were, if we had a sponsor, we would say, "Hey, you should use a VPN when you search <laughs> how much is a kilo of gold." But we don't, so I don't care what you do. <laughs> Pretty much. Go ahead, Adam. So. Um, a kilo of gold, just just in case anybody wants to know, a kilo of gold is about 32 troy ounces of gold. Now, one ounce of gold is worth about two grand, but when you start getting into the bigger amounts, like the five, ten ounce and kilo bars, I have seen kilo bars. They are fucking awesome of gold. Awesome. It's, it's about 75 grand. Like, Jeez. if you pick one up, you feel like fucking Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even lying. Like, like you pick up an ounce of gold and you're like, this is kind of cool. Not sponsored by Disney. Up, yeah. Not not sponsored. By, oh fuck, Disney would want no part of us. <laughs> um, but like, you pick up a kilo of gold, and you're like, I feel fucking rich. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so what this guy did was he was getting paid, you know, and a kilo of gold is 75 grand. Well, here's the thing. When you sell that much or buy it, unless you're buying it from a foreign country where it doesn't really matter and bringing it across through diplomatic means, which is, I'm assuming, how they did it, it triggers an automatic IRS notification because a kilo of gold is anything over $10,000 it triggers anything, you know, it, when you, when you're moving that much cash, it triggers an IRS notification. Right. That's why if you ever have that, you're supposed to deposit was like 990 or $9,995 one day and then do the same thing the next day. No. What? Because that, <laughs> if you do, here's the thing. So technically that's what you're supposed to do. But if somebody thinks that you are doing it to, get around that notification they will put out the notification the banks will oh, so if you were unlucky and hit the same bank teller twice you would they would go boy this guy dropped off eight thousand dollars and then oh this guy dropped off ninth you know another two thousand dollars the next day that's a little suspicious boom terrorism you know or whatever so what boom. you should do terrorism. Is... Boom. <laughs> boom boom i'll go the lights <laughs> Yeah. Crash so your window. what you should do is you should have cash. Never have hundreds and fifties unless you really want to. Um, have a little bit of gold, but then to protect your assets, what I learned, um, and this is what they teach a lot of the Goldman Sachs uh, brokers and buyers when they are buying things. What they teach them is you should have your portfolio divided into five. So twenty percent into stocks, twenty percent into bonds, twenty percent into gold, twenty percent into real estate and 20% in the cash. So, and I know some people, I don't know if you guys heard this, but I know some people that'll go and they'll, like the fire community, they'll go and they'll have $2 million, but it'll all be in um, the stock market and bonds. And that's not safe because, you know, if they can hack an MGM or a Caesars casino, who's to say they can't hack the, hack the uh, stock exchange and just shut everything down? If an eight-year-old can hack into a uh, voting machine in less than 15 minutes, obviously there's more people that are... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just leave Pornhub alone. Okay. <laughs> well, and... They're not even doing that, though. Have you, <laughs> have you heard about... Huh? They said they're not even doing that because they're doing the whole age thing. We have to... You have to... Yes. Put a license on there, so that way you have to actually prove who you are, how old you are. That way you can go on the site. Huh. And that and that's the whole the whole reason for that is then they can know your porn habits and then they can also blackmail you at a later date. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Oh man. So, so yeah. Or they're just trying to shut you down from watching porn. Yeah. So keep keep some cash at home. Might not be the worst thing. <laughs> keep some cash at home in case you have to pay for your porn. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to the keep magazines. Some cash at home. Keep a little bit of gold, keep a little silver. Don't keep large bills. Um and then here's the other thing. Pay off all your debt as fast as you fucking can. Uh, I want to say we're at over a trillion dollars in credit card debt as a nation. Like, how did we get to that point? Yeah, and it was way down uh, from that during COVID when people were staying home, collecting big money checks mm -hmm. and not spending money on gas and whatnot. You would think that, that um, I mean, a lot of people had savings at that point. Mm hmm and, I mean, I'm sure the government was watching that, too, saying, oh, you know, maybe what you could do is keep everybody home, and they'll put all this money in the bank, and then we could take it. 
So have you guys heard the rumor that they're going to be locking down the country again in December? Yeah. By December? Yeah, I've heard it. That I have not heard. I hope so. You hope so? Sure. I'd like to take a vacation. Well, no. So what (laughs) they'll do is will be expendable, as usual. Oh, I mean, mean, sorry. Essential. Essential. Yeah, not expendable. We're essential. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Go to work. Go to work, guys. Go to work. I didn't miss a day Um, during COVID. I know you guys didn't either. Nope. Neither did I. I know you guys worked, didn't. Either. I worked two two full time job or two two jobs throughout the entire thing of COVID. Yeah, that plus being a gigolo. Well, that that's different. <laughs> yeah, but um, so here's my whole thing. So I think that the economy is pretty much screwed right now. You think? And well, I think that you know people are having a hard time paying their bills and inflation and everything. I think that what they're going to do is they're going to put out the. Uh, they're going to lock everything down around December, January, February, because, you know, peak COVID season, everybody needs to get their flu shots. Our buddies at Pfizer and Moderna have lost 30% of their value because nobody wants boosters anymore, yada, yada, yada. And then they'll stimu- they'll give everybody, you know, Biden bucks again. They'll stimulate the economy to try to get everybody to prevent a recession from happening. I think we'll get that recession if we don't get stimulus, probably by April. Of next year, maybe maybe April. Well, it's May. also for it's also election time too. Yep. Why not it's close the, the country down and do what you did last time? Right. Yep. And I I could see it happening. I don't know if they'll do it, but I could see them doing it. For you know, hand out everybody's stimmy checks. Hand out every, you know, make it mail in balloting only. Like completely lock down the whole election process. You know, mail only. That's I could see them doing it. See, that, I don't know oh, yeah. if they will. That puts a lot of panic in me because I don't have enough beer in the house. Well, you have plenty of time to do it now. Jeez. Start today. Stockpile Stockpiling now. Stockpile some beer and some pretzels and some hamburger helper. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, well, anything last you want to say? Anybody? No. Pretty well top this topic. Yeah, I... My blood pressure is up 20 points. I think we did our job here. But just, uh, yeah, everything all I, all scares I, the hell out of me. All I really want to say is please, please be informed. Please yeah. do a little bit, even if you don't believe us, even if you don't care. I would hope you would do just a bit. Right. Just a bit. And just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true. And with that, with that, we'll talk to you all later. That's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so.